yes, I know that God is by my side. Keep the faith every day I pray. The only way I could survive, yeah. No matter what you're going through, he'll never leave you. His love is eternal. Welcome to worthy people, yeah. Coming straight out the projects. It was hard growing up. Born dead as an infant. Mother addicted to drugs. Coming in and out of foster care. He was stuck in a system. After doing time in prison. Gave his life to Christ, now a Christian. You feel like nobody gets you. Nobody knows what you've been through. Well, Cody has been where you are. You heard me? So remember that you are worthy. Worthy, worthy, worthy people, yeah. Even when it's hard, always keep your faith in God, yeah. Worthy, worthy, worthy people, yeah. Struggling and searching, remember you are worthy. Worthy people. God will never give up on you. Let's go. Welcome to a new Worthy People podcast episode. We call him this Kairos. So everybody that was at this last Kairos 28 on the Clemens unit, let's make some noise. Let somebody know. We gonna go down there through there. Well, I'm excited to be with you, men and women that are incarcerated all around the United States, whether you find yourself in a prison, a county jail, no matter what state you're listening from. If you're in Texas, shout out to my Texas TDCJ. I was once incarcerated, did five years in TDCJ from the ages of 20 to 25. So... I know what you're going through. I know how it is. Don't lose hope. This is going to be a fun episode. This is going to be a fun episode, guys. So I hope y'all are ready as we just shift gears. I'm going to be doing some shout outs. Be talking about everything from this past Kairos, man. I, I spent, man, the last four days in prison. I did a four piece. No, 
That sounds like I'm ordering some chicken. No, I did a four day, uh, man, from 7 a.m. to about 7, 8 p.m., depending on when we got out, about 41 hours in prison. It's just a good refresher. You know, going back in, not only do, you know, I get the opportunity to meet so many of you and love on you guys, but man, being home 10 years, it reminds me how far God brought me. You know, it reminds me, hey, sometimes I got to check myself, you know, if, 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 if I'm, you know, complaining too much or, you know, wanting to get impatient about things, God's like, you remember, you remember what I, what I brought you out of, where I saved you, man, right there at the Clemens unit outside of Houston, Kairos, Kairos is international. It's worldwide. It's United States wide. Most of the time when you say Kairos, man, you think one thing, gonna get some good eating. We got some good eating in, amen. All right. All right, let me shout out everybody. If you are at this Kairos and you're listening, tell somebody, get on that Worthy People podcast. Oh, can't find it. Click on podcast and then click the little magnifying glass at the top. Search Worthy People. Bam, it's there. If you want to know when we got new episodes and stuff like that, hit that little plus button on there. Yeah, I know something about the tablets. <laughs> yeah, I was checking out the tablets. I can see it all. I know how it works now. So hit the plus. It's going to put under your subscriptions for podcasts. We'll be on there. You can stay plugged in. Stay tuned. All right. If you haven't done that already, do that right now. That way you can stay up to date. All right, let's let's get at, let's shout out everybody that was at Kairos number twenty eight here on the Clemens unit. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, just uh, be biased or anything, but you know, the best table really was the table of Luke. Make some noise if you're listening, table of Luke. We were representing. Nah, that was the best table because it was my table. Hey, so I'm going to hit my table first, right? Okay, so, man, um, I'm going to talk more uh, about some of the things to the people at my table. So I'm going to do the shout outs, but then just hold on. Um, I'll get to some other things that you guys had asked me about. All right. Table of Luke, uh, first name basis on all these tables, because you, if you're listening, you know who you are. Uh, shout out to Doug, Hunter, Eddie, uh, KJ. Isaiah, Nathan, man, what's up? And of course, my table leader, Joe, um, that was there. Family of John, Stephen, Zachary, David, Jose, Christopher, Barry. Family of James, Miguel, Jose, Thomas, Curtis, Dalton, Wyatt. Man... Let me go down through here, through here. Family of Mark, Dalton, Chandler, Justin, Adonis, Devante, and Chris Hingo. I'm probably messed that all up. Family of Matthew, Royce, Zachary, Alberto, Marcos, Joshua. Kevin, family of Paul, David, Michael, Raul, Pablo, Jeremy, 
what they call you? I can't remember your name. J. J. E. Cuba. You know who I'm talking to. Family of Peter, James, Marvin, Jamie, Douglas, Kenneth, Charlie. Man, love seeing you guys. I got this picture right here in the studio. I can see everybody's smiling faces uh, from this past Kairos. Um, this wasn't my first Kairos. You know, my first Kairos was when I was on the inside. Two months before I went home, I attended Kairos. And uh, they're on the same unit I'm coming in. They're on the Clemens unit. But what's crazy is like all the volunteers that went in that are part of this Kairos, they were there coming in on my Kairos. You know, they were in there with, with me. So it's like, man, t- you know, they'd already been coming in some, you know, 10, 20 years. And then now I've been home 10 years. So they're like 30 years coming in, man. They've done a lot of time. Uh, doing the Kairos, we have two a year, one in the spring, one in the fall. Man, it, it's a testimony to me. You know, they're like, oh, man, your testimony because you've been here. No, it's a testimony to me that you ain't burnt out, that you're still serving God, man. And all kinds of things have happened in their family from deaths to diagnoses to crazy. And they're still going, man. That's a testimony to me, man, that the, these men of God um, are still coming in, man, doing Kairos. And uh, so I got some clips that I want to that I want to play from the parking lot. And these are from a few of the volunteers um, that were in. And um, they got something that they wanted to share here. Um, so we're going to get to it right now. What's up, everybody? I'm out here live at the Clemens unit. We just finished up Kairos number 28. We've spent the last four days. We've spent 41 hours inside a prison. And we just had a great time with you guys and everyone a part of the Kairos family. Hey, I've got a few guys here of the other volunteers that have been coming in. The people that have been doing this a long time, the people that were at my Kairos 10 years ago, and they just want to share something with you. So check this out. This is Joe Paoli, Kairos volunteer. We just finished Kairos 28 at Kairos Clemens. It was a great, great weekend. I was at the table of Luke with my brother Cody Ford. We had a wonderful time. We had people that uh, were in a shell that came out of a shell. We had people that that said they knew the Lord, that uh, knew him a lot better at the end. We had we had people that uh, were hiding that came out, and uh, we had people dancing around that, that wouldn't even say hello in the beginning. It was a wonderful weekend. This is Mike Wood. I'm a, I am a volunteer for Kairos. Been it and doing it for about 20, 23 years. I had a great joy in doing a Kairos with Cody. We just finished up our Kairos 28 with uh, at Clemens Unit, and it was a great time. The, the uh, presence of the Lord was there. We saw great freedom, men singing and rejoicing and experiencing the freedom of God. 
And so we rejoice in that. We thank the Lord. First, we thank the Holy Ghost because He is faithful to show up. Where there is hunger, where there is spiritual hunger, the Holy Ghost will show up and be who He said He would be. He's a comfort. He is our partner. He is our helper. And so we're so thankful for that. And that's the reason I return over and over again is because God is so faithful to show up and he'll make you he'll make you look good even when you when you don't know a lot so it's always a great weekend when the holy holy spirit shows up god's there so we rejoice in it we thank the lord if you if you if you haven't been able to attend a kairos and you're listening in from one of the units go ahead and 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 ask the lord to help you be a part of that fill it out and, and enjoy the presence of the lord it'll change your life it's a milestone for you. So we bless you today in Jesus' name. It has been a blessing for me to be involved in the Kairos prison ministry for the last 30 years. And, and uh, the most important thing is that like Emmaus and some other weekend retreat things, this has a, week, a follow-up daily uh, month to month, week to week thing. It's not just a mountaintop experience. It, it's a life changing experience. And, uh, I am just so blessed by all of the, uh, the, 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 what I've seen happen in the prison. And I think that a lot of these men are going to take these things into their daily lives and thank God. And thank you so much for asking. We just completed a Kairos weekend at the Clemens Prison in Brazoria, Texas. And it, it was a phenomenal weekend. The men on the inside came in with a, a variety of different expectations for the weekend. We had about 15% of them that were strong Christians, maybe 70% of them were uh, Christians and word, uh, uh, but they were non-practicing. And 15% were uh, uh, just kind of knew about Jesus a bit. And they came for a different variety of reasons. Uh, some, they, they wanted to worship and, and grow in, in Christ. Others, they just wanted to get some peace from the overwhelming fear and anxiety that, uh, that they get in the prison system. Others just wanted the cookies or to break up the monotony. But what they got was something that exceeded everyone's expectations. They got a hearing and understanding of the word. They found out that the people outside weren't that different from them at all. They developed trust, and uh, uh, they enjoyed the, the singing, and there was even some dancing out there, believe it or not. But we became a band of brothers. Uh, that, that, that transformation was just awesome to sit back and not only observe, but uh, uh, just to be a part of it. So the transition could only be done by the Spirit of God. 
and uh, and how he pours himself out on the Kairos weekend. It was an awesome thing, and uh, we would love to see you out there sometime. Take care, and God's blessing. Man. Thank you guys so much to the volunteers that shared that, um, that were a part of this Kairos going in. You heard from Joe, Mike, George, and Everett right there. Um, man, these, these brothers are like family to me. I mean, you never know. You never know, like a Kairos weekend. Um, it seems when you go back on Monday, so quiet, right? Like, you know, but like George said, it's not a mountaintop moment that, you know, every Monday there's prayer and share. So stay connected. Come out. Um, come out to it. You know, y'all heard my testimony for those that were there. And, uh, man, I've stayed connected with these Kairos guys since going out. You know, and they're, they've, uh, I don't have a father, grandfather, you know, and they've been that. They've been like mentors, you know, to me in my faith journey. And uh, so it, it's possible to form um, connections um, of people that are going to be there when, when you get out. Um, and and so, man, I just had a great time. Let me get to table of Luke. This was my table, the guys that I got to spend a few days with and some of the things that I remember them about them. You know, <laughs> my boy Doug, man, uh, I loved meeting him. And um, I can tell, you know, he's already so strong in his walk. But, you know, one thing he he kept saying about how he loved the book of James chapter four. And, uh, man, he shared so many different things. You know, Doug, I know that you have a lot on your mind with your, your family, your kids, and, and getting back to them. But you just got to know that God is watching over your family. He's holding them in the palm of his hand. So he's got them. He's got them, you know, and you will be be out there. You know, right now uh, you're in a, a, a university. <laughs> you're in a university to where um, you're not only just growing with knowledge, but you're going with spirit. And uh, you're going to have the best version of Doug whenever you go home to him. And uh, there was Hunter. Man, I just saw God moving in Hunter's life. He had four months into the system and. And uh, he was over on a row and uh, he was just talking about it. I know how the rows are. I mean, I'd been on a row, B row, you know, uh, I know it can be a jungle uh, for those that are on the rows. Um, and in the middle of it, they called him out, moved him to five tank to the faith pace dorm um, through the time. Plus to get on the Kairos list only a few months into the system um, was unheard of. And so I was just like, man, God's really working in your life, Hunter. He's really getting you positioned and lined up. So don't, don't forget what he's doing for you. You know, um, I remember, remember Hunter asking me, how do you stay strong while doing time how do you how do you stay keep it going you know uh for for you know your time and in you know most cases it's going to be years that you're you're walking out the, with the lord until you are released and how you stay strong with doing your time is staying connected staying connected jesus said i'm the vine and you are the branches abide in me i'll abide in you how do you abide in him through daily reading of your word through connection of prayer relationship, right? It's not just a re- it's not a religion. We're not sitting here and saying, "Oh, you have to read the text and you have to pray." 
These aren't orders of a religion. This is a relationship we get to talk to Jesus. Stay connected with going to every time they call down there for chapel. Doesn't matter what you got going on. Get down there to the chapel. Get refilled. Get get your praise on, man. Um, the praise of God inhabits the the presence of His people, and um, so that's how you stay strong. Stay connected um, to to the power uh, of God, and to you do that through the body of Christ and through your brothers. I remember Eddie, Eddie, my brother. I know you're listening over there in Nine Tank. Man, Eddie's from San Antonio, and man, Eddie, I just saw God work mightily in your life over the Kairos weekend, and you know, the, I believe it was a special time, which was which is what Kairos means. It was a special time for you, and God just wanted to let you know, Eddie, that He's there and He's not forgotten about you. That you will walk out of that prison one day, and you'll be. You will be ready, and and you will you will have such a strong connection with God that He's going to help you on making all the right choices and put a hedge of protection around you from the craziness and crazy people. And something that you said to me, Eddie, was that everyone talks about hearing God's voice, but how do you? How do you hear God's voice? And maybe you know, Eddie. That's a good question. I'm sure that there's men and women listening all over um, the state of Texas and all over the United States right now, and they ask the same thing. How do you hear God's voice? And uh, Jesus says that my sheep uh, know and hear my voice. And the best thing that you can do that, how do you make sure you're a sheep? Well, Jesus is saying, my children that belong to me. And so once you've surrendered your life and said, you know what, come into my heart, Jesus, and and I I, I want to accept you as my Lord and Savior, you know, you're telling God the Father, hey, God, I, I you're the Lord of my life, and you're going to be, I want you to be my Father. I want you to lead me. Maybe I'd made my own choices, and I led my own life, and it didn't go too well, so... Now I need Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit and God the Father. I want to need you to lead me in my life, um, and stay connected. You know, just like I was saying, saying to Hunter, you know, talk to him through prayer, through his word, um, get it in you. And uh, I remember when I first came to Christ in prison, I w- I couldn't understand the Bible. Everything I read, I would forget. But I just kept practicing. It's like lifting weights, you know. At first, man, trying to lift 100 pounds, if you ain't been lifting weights, that's hard to do. So what do you do? You start out with 10 pounds, and you feel like, oh, this is so light. It ain't doing nothing. Yeah, it's doing something. Then you switch from the 10 to the 20, (laughs) then to the 40, you know, and then to the 50. And you work your way up, and, and then... You you build this stamina to where you're like, oh, I can lift this hundred now, no problem, and even go above that. Um, but you just got to start somewhere um, with it, Eddie. And so, man, I, I loved meeting you, and uh, I just can't wait to see, you know, as I'm coming back into the prison and what God's doing in your life. Man, <laughs> I got to shout out my boy Isaiah. Man, Isaiah, he was drawing art posters. Isaiah, man, he brought, man, he had just a joy about him. Uh, uh, he brought a joy uh, into our table at Kairos. He was drawing our posters and stuff like that. And, 
you know, Isaiah always had a smile on his face, you know, but a lot of times we can be that way on the inside of a prison, but really on the inside of us, we've got a lot of things going on. Um, and so Isaiah, just remember that it wasn't by accident that you were at Kairos. It's God's special time. And he wants you to know that he's here and he wants you to walk with him and he wants to be with you throughout your time. And um, his burden is easy. His yoke is light. That's what the Bible says. And he can bring joy um, throughout your sentence and throughout your time. Nathan, <laughs> man, Nathan been doing a long time, a long time. You know, I, I was with Nathan, you know, talking before I came to Clemens. I was on Beto unit and he knew about Beto and he knew a lot of different things. Right. And uh, man, Nathan, I believe that you saw over this time the power of God. And don't be letting people get you run you hot um, out there back there on the rows. <laughs> um, and uh, I know how it is, but don't don't feed into all that foolishness. You do do what you got to do, and I know that you do. But do it with God. Do it with God. You know, start communicating with Him, getting His Word. Um, so many brothers that were there, man. I I knew from going into the camp, my brother Blaze <laughs> was going on Blaze. Uh, so Blaze, man, uh, man, just to just to see how powerful the Kairos was with you. You know, Blaze was already walking with the Lord, and I know when when I found out that I was going to be in Kairos when I was in the inside. I was like, man, I'm already, you know, walking with the Lord. What's Cairo's going to do? This is really for the people that don't know about Jesus, man. You find the love of Jesus. You know, a lot of times in prison, it's like, well, you know, being a Christian is like, don't do this. You can do this. And and it can seem like a lot of things you got to do all the time. But you find out through Kairos and through the volunteers, the love, like Jesus washed his disciples feet, y'all. And you see that these men, they, they took off work from their families, you know, and they came in and they doing cooking all this food and, and the cookies and all that. And it ain't even about the food and cookies, but it's about the principle, like, man, that they loved uh, uh, us, you know, that that's what it's all about, man. That Cairo showed me the love of Jesus and how to carry that love back into the dorm and to the day room and throughout the unit is like, man, this, this is a love thing, you know? And so, and I know that so many of y'all uh, out there at the camp, Kevin, uh, he, he was telling me about, uh, uh, Mo, what's up, Mo, um, from Corpus out there in the camp. Hey, I got to shout out, uh, all y'all's field ministers, man, all your field ministers. Y'all got the best field ministers in the system uh man brother jason jesse lbj man y'all are so blessed to have these men these field ministers you know back when i was doing time they didn't have field ministers like this you know and uh man just to have these field ministers be able to walk the unit uh and and talk to you guys and help you guys you know back when i was there you had to try to catch the chaplain and sometimes the chaplain busy or chaplain not there every day man but you got the field ministers every day there and uh man these brothers are are man they they're real solid they're real solid brothers and uh man i i just love getting to go back in and getting to talk to these these field ministers speaking of the field ministers um uh, Jason, 
he uh he's got a, a book, a couple of books he's telling me about. I was like, man, you know, you got a book. He's like, yeah, I got a book. It's available on the outside. It's an audio book as well um, that you can check out. And uh, so he's got a book. I told him that uh, I was going to tell you guys about it uh, called Hurt with Fetters, Theological Reflections on Criminal Justice. Um, and so he talks about the fundamental problem associated with current practices of criminal uh, justice. The problem is essentially one of a narrative, and it's built into how the story of criminal justice is told Christians have adopted narrative understandings of justice that run contrary to the contours of the Christian story, man. He's, he's got some, uh, man. So I can't wait to check this book out. I may have to listen to it while I'm driving and stuff like that. Y'all tell Jason, I'm, I'm talking about him on this podcast. Tell him better listen. Um, so, uh, if anybody's listening from the outside, you want to check this out. Um, hurt with fetters. This is Jason Kark, K A R C H. Um, he also did a, uh, a prison daily devotional called exiles. If you're on the Clemens unit, you need to go get this. I was checking this. Uh, it's got a devotional for every day for those talking about, man, I don't get mail. I'd be checking my e-messages and ain't nobody wrote me, man. There's a devotional for every single day. You, you got something written for you. You got a verse, um, man. And so, man, this is, this is good. And, uh, and so it's called Exiles, a Prison's Daily Devotional, and uh, and Jason is one of the writers on here. And uh, man, this thing is solid. I mean, a devotional like this in the world going to run you twenty five dollars, thirty dollars. You know, if I if I want to buy something like this, I'm gonna pay for it, um, and it's free um, uh, for those of you on the unit that have it. Uh, if you're listening on another unit, check it out. Um, if not, you're interested, write us and we'll, we'll try to find it and figure out, um, how, how it all works to be able to get it in, uh, to your unit. Um, so you got my address, uh, write me, let me know. Exiles, a prison's daily devotional. Um, man. And so, yeah, I got to talk to these brothers. If you're on the Clemens unit, I can't wait to be coming back in, um, and, uh, seeing you guys, um, here soon. Um, so got some dates to be able to come in and uh, do ministry. A uh, couple things. <laughs> One of you brothers told me, Eddie was like, uh, when I listened to your podcast, you seemed like you had a lot of energy, more energy than through Kairos. So check this out. When I am in Kairos, it is not a worthy people event. It's not a worthy people. It's not sponsored by, put on by worthy people. When worthy people comes in the prison, I mean, we're going to do service completely different. Uh, we might, you, you know, it might get turned up um, in the service. <laughs> Come on, somebody. When I'm going through Kairos, I, I am a volunteer and a guest, a part of their program. And Kairos is a written program. Every talk they're up there giving, it's out of a book. Me, I don't do that. You know, I'm led by the Holy Spirit to speak on something um, in a service, but they've done Kairos and Kairos works. It's a proven thing that's been around um, since, you know, the 50s or 60s. And, you know, it, it's touched and reached and uh, a lot of people. And so they're going to keep doing it because what they're doing is work. I'm there because I believe in it and I went up 
I, you know, as an inmate went through it. And so I love it. I love the program. Um, but it's a, it's a program. It's not a service. It's not like when we come in and do a service. So of course, you're not going to see me being completely myself because I'm sitting at a table. We're listening to talks. It's pretty quiet, you know? And then when I do talk, I got to tie it into, you know, the talk that goes along with whatever I'm supposed to talk about. And so y'all know what I mean. Um, you hear what I'm saying. Come on, somebody. Hey, I ain't even got no coffee in the studio right now. Y'all lucky I ain't got no coffee right now, you know. Uh, no black bag, that gunpowder, you know what I'm saying, um, up in here. Because if I had that coffee right now, uh, we, we, we'd just be getting, you know, crazy right now. Um, we might just turn on, turn this on. Yeah. So stay with me, y'all that are listening, because I got a song at the end that I want to play for y'all. Yeah. All right. So let's get back to this Kairos. Let me get to uh, some things that came up. Uh, Brother Doug, you told me about Rescued Not Arrested. Uh, I checked that out, and um, I'm in contact right now with with the Rescued Not Arrested uh, ministry. And the minister's name, I can't remember. So I reached out to him and asked him if he'd like to be on the podcast. And uh, so I'm going to hear back from him. Anybody that's under parole review right now, or you're going to be up for parole, or and you need somewhere to go, you need somewhere to stay, uh, through Kairos, a brother Doug that was at my table told me about this place. And I just talked to um, the man that runs it. The, the owner, founder, CEO, whoever you want to, whatever you want to call him. Um, and so, Doug, you told me about Grace Place Properties, GP Properties um, out of Dallas. And um, so I did what I said. I contacted him um, right before I got on here to record. Uh, I, I talked to him on the phone. Um, and so Grace Place Properties. I'm going to tell you who runs it right now. Let me go over here to my text messages. Uh, Chuck Adair. Chuck Adair. I just talked to him on the phone. And here's how it works. He says, if you write him asking him about a bed or availability, they are not going to talk to you until you have your parole answer. He said, parole does not look at your address of where you're going until... They give it to you. So all those saying, I got to have an address looks good on parole. That's from inmate.com. Because when it comes to parole, they're going to, they're not even looking at an address until they give you parole. And if you don't have one, you can get an address. It ain't going to make or break your parole. All right. And so Grace Place Properties takes men and women at their facility and he told me that they have about 50 beds and they help you with getting a job and you'll be working and have a job within the first 30 days. They get you plugged in with the church um, to be able to attend church services and all that. Um, and basically, from what he was saying, they have like two apartment complexes and um, these are what they're using at this property. So men and women are welcome. He said that he waits 
and they check to see when you make parole. If they see that you made parole, then they'll contact you. And so you can send them an application, but he said it's going to be just on hold until people make parole. And I said, hey, I'm about to get on the Worthy People podcast. Can I give out your information? Da da da. And he was like, yeah, pass my information. All right. So uh, if you're going to need a place to go, this is in Dallas, Grace Place Properties. I'm going to give you the address. You got a pen and paper. Uh, it is P.O. Box 381640. P.O. Box 381640, Texas. Seven five one three eight, P.O. Box three eight one six four zero, Duncanville, Texas seven five one three eight. So write them if you made parole, write them, and um, they will be in touch with you and uh, and work it out with you to get you a bed. Um, so man, that's great. That's something that worthy people wants to do and get into. So I just told him, uh, had a good conversation. So Doug, thanks for telling me about it. He offered for me to come out and do a tour, show me how it all works and everything like that. We're going to start small scale um, with the house with about four beds. Um, We're going to start small and then go from there. And so God's really put this on my heart. And I know that it's something that's much needed. And um, and so we're going to get into that to be able to offer that. And um, from where I'm sitting right now, I'm hoping it's next year. So y'all keep that in prayer with me. Keep that in prayer with me that uh, we can get that going. I'm not sure what it's going to be called. Um, I know uh, my brother Brian T. is doing one called Commitment House. That's pretty good. Make a commitment. Um, I always thought Freedom House. Um, But whatever the name is uh, on it, don't matter. We're going to be helping people that need a place. Because I was once there. Man, when I was going home, I had nowhere to go. I didn't know where to go. I showed up to San Antonio, Texas with nothing but the clothes on my back. I ain't never been to San Antonio, you know, but God was calling me here, you know, and I was like, man, and ended up going to church and someone in church gave me a job and um, somebody else, you know, some guys had a place. They let me stay there and then ended up living there. And then, you know, God took care of everything. And so, man, the, I love that Jesus said, Hey, why do you worry? Worry's not going to add anything to your life. Look at the birds of the air. Look at the lilies of the field. Doesn't your heavenly father take care of them? How much more valuable are you than they are? How much more worthy are you than they are? That's what Jesus was saying. And he said, he going to take care of you. And so God's got you. So if you're sitting in prison right now, um, brother David Salazar Brother David Salazar, he going to get out. He going to be here in San Antonio and go to church. And we just waiting until December when he gets out. But David asked me, he said, man, when when I'm sitting in here right now, what do I do? Like, I feel like I need to do, be doing something to get ready. You know, I need my driver's license, my social security, my all that stuff. You, that kind of stuff, you do what you can, but you're limited. I was too. I was limited. And when I get out, I didn't have any of the documents. I had to go do it. It takes about a day, uh, go a few places, bam, you, you're going to get that done. Don't worry about it. What you can do now, be in your word, get strong, and start fasting. I said, you know what? I'm going to fast. I'm going to go without food today 
because I'm fasting for my job. I'm fasting today for my for my wife, for or if you're a woman, for my husband. You know, I'm fasting today for my my transportation. You know, I'd fast and say, you know what, God, I'm fasting today. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna invest in my my spiritual future, God. And when it all lined up and I got out, bam, 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 it was there. You know, some people in the church would be like, well, you just got lucky. No, luck didn't have nothing to do with it. You put the work out in the streets. You know, if you want to sell something, you know what I'm talking about? If you want to sell something, flit something, you ain't got no money. Man, you you go and you 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 get a 20, you get a 40, you get a 100, whatever it is, you flip it. You know how all that works? Man, you know how to build up. You know how to, okay, now now I'm in a position where I'm making money and whatever. You're investing. You, you spend and taking the time, you know, to get there. And it ain't going to happen overnight. Same way when it comes to the Word of God. You got to invest in it. You know, you got to let God know that, hey, I'm serious about this. I'm investing in my future. So, I'm praying that you brothers out there at the Clemens get back to 106 The Tank. Uh, Phil Minister LBJ was talking to me about that. So we praying y'all get y'all station back, LBJ. Hey, uh, but for now, y'all got the Word of the People podcast. Come on, somebody. We got the Word of the People podcast. Um, What else I got? I don't even know how long I've been talking. 41 minutes. And y'all already probably checked out of this by now. 41 minutes, all right. Um, I just want to make sure that I touched on everything. I think I did. If I forgot somebody or forgot somebody, I'm sorry. Um, Man, I got to talk about this, brother, real quick. Brother Melvin over there in the five tank, faith-based dorm. We went into Kairos. He was talking about I'm going home. I'm going home. 15 days, 14 days. I walked in Sunday and he's like, man, I'm down. Found out that I'm not making the parole, not making the short way. Not, you know, you know, you know how it is. And, uh, you know, and he was down about it. So I just told him, hey, everything happens for a reason. I was in G5 line three. Closed custody. You cannot make parole. You cannot make parole from closed custody. Lock up. High security. And got to serve all. And But I look back and I'm like, you know what? Thank God I wasn't ready. You know, looking back now, seeing how God operated, you know, use this time to get ready. And, and Mel, you're on a you're on another level of maturity in the sense of man, this brother goes and gets the microphone during the closing, and he says, "All y'all know that I've been talking about going home." And he said, "But the truth is, I'm not ready. I still got some things I need to work on." Ooh, man, to be there at that level. To say I didn't make parole and I know I'm not ready to get out. Oh man, that takes some some maturity. That takes some strength. So you're looking at it the right way, Mel. Hey, what I, what I need to do, God? You're refining me. I'm in the fire right now. I'm being refined like a diamond. 
Diamond starts out as a lump of coal. Coal. They keep beating it. Going through the fire. Going through the fire. The more times it goes through the fire, fire a diamond, the more valuable it is. That's how you get all the carrots. 14 carrots, 20 carrots, whatever. You know, with gold, all that. So you, you're going through the fire, brother. Uh, all of y'all that are listening. Man, learn what you need to learn. When you're in the fire... Don't be smoking the fire, man. Man, it's killing me, man. You, y'all guys, they just smell it all over the unit. Just can smell all of it, man. All that stuff out there, y'all got, man. Methamphetamine, meth, cocaine, marijuana, K two, tobacco, all of it, snuff, all that stuff. Cell phones, man. It's crazy in there, man. And people in there like doing the same drugs they was when they were out in the world in the street. No, you in there to get better, to get away from that. But it's sad because once I, when I was in there, I was doing the same thing, messing with all that because I didn't have the strength. Every time I wanted my own power, I didn't. But when I surrendered, I gave my life to Jesus. And I said, if you could take this anger, this addiction, this foul mind, this foul mouth and dirty mind if you can take it from me jesus i'll serve you because i've been serving all this other stuff i've been serving the drugs the money the 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 women the pornography all i've been serving it all and i'm empty and i'm lost so you know what you i'll serve you i'll serve you jesus just help me and he did and he'll do the same for you and so we got to pray and be the light when you go back to the dorms to the mother people that are in there messing around with that stuff. You got to let them know, you know what? God's got a plan for your life, man. Man, doing hard time over there on the roads, man. Get down there in the tanks and get in the faith-based dorm, man. Get, get somewhere where you can grow and you can get away from all the noise and God can work on you. You know, listening right now, yo, man, y'all writing me that you're listening from G4, medium custody, that you're listening from SEG right now. Man, I don't know what to do. Man, God can give you the strength. Man, you just have to be willing to accept it and be willing to change. He'll meet you where you're at. He'll meet you and help you exactly where you're at. And so it is possible. Man, back to my boy, Mel. That didn't make the parole. Man, I'm up there giving my testimony. Saying I was here on this unit and I gave my life to Jesus over in B-Row, cell 116, bottom bunk. This brother comes to me and says, man, I, <laughs> I was in immediate custody in that same cell. And the field minister, LBJ, led me to Christ. I accepted Christ in the same cell you did when you were here. If that don't give you hope, what will? If that doesn't give you hope to let you know, man, I've been home 10 years. I ain't had one drink, one puff, one smoke, nothing. That ain't bragging on me. That's the power of our God. God's been so good. The Bible says, come taste and see if he is good. You know, y'all talk about, oh, when I get out, I'm going to eat a fat steak. You know, I'm going to throw down and eat something good. Yeah, tasting. Oh, it's good. It's better than than a than a Johnny and a peanut butter sandwich. It's better than what they're serving in the chow hall. Man, this stay good. Well, it's the same thing when you come to the Lord. You're like, hmm, man, you 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 good to me, Lord. You good. 
Man, I've been home. I gained 125 pounds after I got married to a Latina. Got them beans and tortillas on the foot of this white boy. Man, taste and see that he is good. <laughs> I've been on both sides, and I told the guys this uh, this past weekend, this past Sunday, I've been on both sides, and I'm sitting here to tell you, man, it's a lot better on this side. A lot better. Living proof of it. Can't ever go back. The Bible said when you go back to your old ways, it's like a dog returning to its vomit. Ooh, that's nasty. To the vomit? Can you imagine eating vomit? Ooh, that's nasty. And that's what we do when we go back. Oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go over here and, and and talk all bad for a little bit. Kick it a little bit. Oh, I'm just a little puff, a little puff, you know, a little fix. You know, I'm gonna, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Going back to that old way, going to the vomit. God's good. He ain't limited by the bars. He ain't limited by the wire. Hey, I know a lot of y'all been listening to that last episode with my brother Brian T. I'm over there at the Clemens unit and come to find out, um, they're like, man, Kingdom Music is here right now. They, they're doing the service. I'm like, oh, okay. So, man, I just was out in the hallway because I had to go to the restroom. Who do I see? These brothers, you know, with Kingdom Music walking down the hallway. I'm like, hey, what's up? What's up? Talking to this other brother. Man, I, I came in life to Clemens Unit too. And uh, nine years ago, uh, uh, I was like, man, I've been out 10 years. Come to find out this brother was there and gave his life to Christ when I was incarcerated. We just didn't know each other. So I'm saying, hi, what's up? And then I was going to tell this brother, like, Oh, you're with Kingdom Music. I just, you know, did a podcast, you know, with, with, with Brother Brian T. And he's like, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm cut. He's like, oh, yeah, I know who you are. Uh, You know, Brother Brian T told me about you. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like that. And uh, so I ended up leaving the, the, the prison. And yesterday I text, uh, I text Brian T. I was like, hey, bro, uh. I was in the prison and I ran into some guys with your ministry. Don't forget the forgotten. And um, he's like, I know they told me. I'm like, man, all right. Well, I'm trying to get there. So he gave me their info and um, I was able to connect um, with Ernesto and with Ryan um, that was in there this past Sunday doing services. So I don't believe in coincidences, man. All this stuff happening with Kingdom Music with these brothers. So I'm looking forward to whatever God wants to do um, right there and getting into ministry with them. But, you know, with, over with Kairos, I got my fish. I got Table of Paul. That was the last Kairos. Shout out to my Table of Paul. I got Table of James. That was the Kairos before that. Table of James. Man, got my brothers over there uh, that are in the worship team that was a part of that Cairo. So I always say what's up to them. Let me give them a shout out real quick. quick. Um, Brother Caleb from San Antonio, what's up? I love seeing you. Brother Timothy uh, over there with that worship. Ooh, on Sunday with that worship, man. Got the anointing, brother. It was great seeing you as well. Um, brother Wicked, man, y'all got to give this brother a new name. Man, he over there working in the chaplain, Brother Wicked. Man, I'm gonna go. What's the opposite of, uh, of of wicked? Righteous. I hereby rename you righteous. 
All right, Brother Righteous. <laughs> Y'all got to tell him that I said that. And, uh, man, who else, who else, who else am I forgetting, man, from from, from Kairos that's over there holding down in the, in the chapel and the worship team? Um, man, so many names. Man, uh, my table for if y'all are still here listening, Doug, Hunter, Eddie, Isaiah, Nathan, KJ, man, I, I miss you guys. I'm praying for you. Our church is praying for you um, as well. And so keep your head up. This in the end, this is just the beginning. This is the beginning. From the Freedom God, turn to page 10. I want to read something from the Freedom Guide from page 10. And it says, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant me that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Man, brothers... I loved getting to be a part of Kairos. If you're listening and never have, sign up. Be back with Kairos in the fall. Our ministry will be back in the prison next month. Trustee camp coming in the building, G4 services. Uh, in June, July, all through there, stay connected with the field ministers as far as the dates when uh, worthy people is going to be coming in. But I just... Uh, Stick with me. I want to pray for everybody listening. And then I want to play a song for you guys. That's one of my one of my favorite songs. By, it's called Now I Know. But let's close out in prayer. Heavenly Father God, I just pray right now. I just want to thank you. You said in your word, come before the throne of grace boldly in our time of need and that you would help us. So boldly, I come right now, and I thank you for every man and woman that's listening to this podcast right now, God. I pray that you would touch them. I pray that you would strengthen them. I pray that you would speak to them and let them know that no matter what mistakes they've made, their life is worth something. No matter what they're going through today, right now, in this situation, as they're listening that you are there, you are a friend that sticks closer than a brother, that you give a peace that passes all understanding, and that you speak through the power of your Holy Spirit to them right now, that they are not forgotten, that they are being prayed for, that they are loved, and that they're going to do great things for you in the prison and great things for you once they are released, whenever that day is. So I just want to thank you, Lord Jesus that I could come through here and speak to them and give them hope as someone who's been there, who's who's sat on that bunk, who's laid on that uncomfortable mattress with lumps in it and looked up and thought, God, are you really there? 
We got to see you in these things. We got to see you in, 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 in this Kairos. We got to see you even listening right now in the podcast. God, you've opened all these doors to let all these ministries be able to come in and let me come through with these headphones right now to speak to these men, letting them know, you know what? It's not over. God's not done. Here's a great plan for your life. And, and God, I know when I was there, if I could only see that, you know what? Everything was going to work out all right, God. That just like Ephesians 3.20, now unto him who can do abundantly, exceedingly abundantly, more than we can ask or think, according to the power that works within us. And you've done more than I could ask or think, God. And I thank you that the power is through our prayer. The power is through connecting through the reading of our word. The power is through the edification with one another. The, the power stirs up, God. And with great faith, like Jesus, you said, by your faith, let you be healed. And I stir up our faith today that when you show up and you come knocking to answer our prayers Lord God, that you have enough faith to work with. We pray for our family. We may not be able to be there with the family right now, but we pray for them. We pray for the family, for the children, for the for our kids, God. That you put people in their path, God, that are going to build them up, that are going to help them. And for those families, God, that they've chosen their own way, God, we know that you're a God of closed doors. We'll always keep them in prayer, but God... If you need to get us somewhere else away from them for a new start and a new beginning like I had to, God, that could be the best thing for us. We can't worry about them. We put them in your hands. We're going to worry about us. We're going to fix us. We're going to do what you need to do within us, Lord God. Take us, use us, mold us. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Well, I loved getting to come through here. I can't wait for our next podcast. Stay plugged in. Pass the word. Worthy people. Hit the plus button on your tablet. Add us to your uh, subscriptions. If you haven't, go check out my brother, Yuri Luckett, over on the Crypto Christ podcast. Crypto Christ. Um, and this brother I've gotten to uh, to meet and, and, and talk with. We're going to have him up here on this podcast soon. And so go check that out. So many resources, man. Stay out the movies all the time. Man, the movies are entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Stay plugged into the podcast. Get something that's going to help you um, in your in, in your walk. You know, and it's free. It ain't costing you ain't no $8, $10 either. Um, so stay plugged in. Stay connected. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Write us. Write us at Worthy People P.O. Box. 120162 San Antonio, Texas 78212. Um, write us, send us a message, whatever uh, ways that you can. Our address is right here. Just tap on the description and you're going to see the address there if you didn't get a chance to write it down. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Listen to this song. Turn it up. I pray that this song will speak to you. I love you. God bless you. Until next time.
Sunset Breeze. See, I've been through a lot. Been through a lot. You can hear it when I cry out. I remember on the road, so drunk, didn't know where I was. In the moment, then I wiped out. Didn't see at the time, couldn't lead. That was blind, never thought I would be on the right route. Nah, couldn't see, it was lights out. Didn't know that God had a plan, wouldn't be here right now. But, but God said, son, I can get you out of this mess. I can give you rest from the stress in your mind. I can give you light. I can make it right, son. You're about to take a left, now turn to me. I want to, Lord, I can feel it, I'm surrounded by death yeah. Please take it away with all of my stress I can feel you breaking this chains right off of my chest right now. Never knew you were watching my steps Calling me blessed, calling me blessed, yeah. yeah I was living life for all of myself Following the evil one to offer me wealth That's right. And I used to go to clubs at night Had guns, got high, used to bust at night Go to parties, spread them up, and it wasn't right And it went anyway, thought I loved that life But nah, I was in sin, I was all in it I thought I was hard and authentic When I had a job, I'd call in sick Then hit the mall and go talk to women Thank God I'm forgiven no longer I sent it through Christ, I'm delivered in, not alone Looking back at the old me, I could never figure it out I was chosen and now I know
If you're listening from a prison or jail, we would love to hear from you. Feel free to share your story or how this podcast has impacted you. Please write us at P.O. Box 120162, San Antonio, Texas, 78212. Tell your friends and family to listen on all podcast platforms. Our mission is to remove the labels of society by seeing and accepting all people as Jesus does. For more information about us or to donate to our ministry, you can visit www.worthypeople.church. Until next time, we pray you continue to grow and change for the better. And don't forget to tell someone else to check out Worthy People Podcast.